Hi, I'm Maggie Trevelyan. I'm an expert podiatrist and I have coming up to 20 years experience. And really what I want the podcast to do is really wear aware, uh, raise awareness on how important foot health, feet, legs are, um, the detrimental effects of you not taking care of them, um, and more importantly, what we can really do to help. Um, one subject that I'm very passionate about and has become um, something I treat day in, day out is absolute foot shame. Um, foot shame is never really discussed in the medical field, nor is it discussed in the medical um also the cosmetic world and the aesthetics too. So really I wanna blow the roof off this subject, really discuss the big taboo in detail, uh, my clinical expertise, what I found over the years, but more importantly, the causes of it, which will actually really surprise you. And more importantly, um, what you can really do to help um, if you're suffering with foot shame or know someone who is. But first, really what I want to do is just um, tell you some findings that I found when I've done a bit of a Google search. We love Dr. Google, right? Um, I found when I Googled foot shame, there was two colleagues um, blogs that come up, which I was like, wow, impressive. Um, but they didn't really tell me personally anything that I didn't really know because I treat this condition day in, day out for going on 20 years now, right? Um, there's no really medical studies on it done and there's nothing really in the cosmetic aesthetic world on it. Most you're really going to get from a day-to-day -day treatment would be a medipedi. Um, I then looked, okay, so that's where we are with foot shame. I then looked at hating feet and one thing that really um, surprised me, my chin went, dropped to the floor straight away, was there's a Facebook group called I Hate Feet and they have 80,000 followers for I Hate Feet. And I was just astounded because I spent my whole career helping people with their legs and feet, improving the quality of their life, treating their foot shame, their low self-esteem, um, their depression, um, improving their confidence, their well-being, their activity, their overall active lifestyle. So for me, feet are absolutely, everything starts with your feet, keep you grounded for starters. So that was just a real big, massive eye-opener for me. Um, I then looked, okay, so how many love feet groups out there? Um, and that was just like, taking me down the road of foot porn. Um, and that's a podcast for a total love a day. This is not what this is about. But it was just really highlighted to me. That it's just, they're just such a neglected part of the body. I think it's poorly understood. Um, and then the other thing is also exploring for me is why do people ignore them why are people hating them so much and I can really just um like to bring to the point of I feel this is just down to foot shame and unless there's a medical problem with your legs and feet unless there's pain that's stopping you from doing something or unless there's a cosmetic problem I think they're just ignored it's being typically British hiding your feet in your shoes forgetting about them until next summer um, or unless they're on show really for like a winter holiday or an occasion one thing um, that I also found with my research online was done through the American uh, Podiatric Association. The limited research that they did, they found astonishingly 50% of women hated their feet in their study. And that was, again, it was really jaw-dropping. What is causing this um, for someone to hate such a vital part of their body? Where is the love? Where's the acceptance and the overall awareness of how important your feet actually are? So that was a really big eye-opener for me for sure and something that um again I was really really shocked about so my recent personal experience with this is actually quite funny we hired a mansion um 
in Northamptonshire, about an hour from my clinic, in the middle of nowhere. And a certain, it was like a Tuesday. So to actually get models on the day, time, location we wanted, because it was in the middle of nowhere, it was really tough. So we ended up moving from modeling agencies in London to modeling agencies in Birmingham. And they were absolutely amazing. And it was tough to find models within the location. But what actually made it tougher was to actually find models that didn't actually have deformed toenails, actually, because we wanted the models to have bare feet for the leg and foot shots and lifestyle shots. So that was really um, interesting. We, for instance, one of them was a professional footballer. He was absolutely gorgeous, jaw-dropping. And it's not just me picking models. We've got a whole office of women. <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion about a model and who they wanted. So we all chose this guy. Anyway, it was really funny. We're like, can we have some foot shots, please? And his toenails were black from playing football. And it's like... Our photographer's like, no amount of airbrushing's fixing those nails, I'm sorry. So yeah, it, it just goes to show everyone hasn't got perfection from head to toe. Another um, funny incident that happened that morning was uh, there was a rotation of the hairstylist, the makeup artist, and the fashion stylist. And then I tugged on the end because all the models needed their feet doing that day. They needed their corns um, enucleating. They needed their callus debriding. So it was almost a bit of a running joke that the podiatrist was on the end. And it was interesting actually chatting to them. Um, they've never had their feet done before. I remember one of the models, like, I gave them a really good scrub last night. I'm like, did you? Um, yeah, you needed to be scrubbing for a whole week to even touch this hard skin. So yeah, it was um, just quite interesting to see even in that beauty aesthetic, high-end luxury model environment, the feet were really being ignored too. Why ignore your feet? This is something that just as a healthcare professional, being in the industry for nearly two decades now, why do people ignore their feet? Um, I, I think the issue for that is awareness, overall well-being, um, realizing actually in the education of how important your feet actually are. And actually, you know, the other thing that we see is well, what's a podiatrist? Do you treat kids? No, I'm a lower limb specialist. Um, I specialize in anything from skin and nail pathology to fungal nails, verrucas, to pediatrics, to running, walking, gait analysis, to nail surgery, to dermatology. So the list of my skill set is absolutely endless. Um, I love foot mobilization, acupuncture, for instance. My MA is in musculoskeletal, um, podiatric and sports injuries. So it's what is podiatry? And I think that's really where we need to be starting these discussions and educating people on our profession and importantly, how we can actually help them too. One thing that um, in our profession, I think is you go to the beauty therapist with fungal nails, verrucas, um, skin infections, so they can't actually treat you, nor can they use a scalpel to remove corns and calluses. So as part of our profession, some podiatrists will do a medi-pedi where we fuse the aesthetic part of um, the demands from clients and from the feet, along with more your podiatric medical needs where we can address all those concerns all in one consult for you. So we'll be able to tell you what it is, what's causing it, but more importantly, what we can actually do to help you. So it's a really crucial part of actually getting your feet sorted. Um, some people feel in our profession they haven't got a medical qualifications to actually be painting toenails or to be doing nail reconstructions 
or to be doing medipedis. And I absolutely respect that and I value that opinion. But what was very refreshing to me, I was online American webinar. There is a um, a lady, she's, she made me laugh. Her license plate is Fungal. <laughs> she calls it Fungal. Uh, I call it Fungal, she's calling it Fungal because she specializes in, in fungal dermatology. She was absolutely super cool, podiatric surgeon, doctor in America, they all are. And um, she was telling me she's happy to recon nails. She's happy to sit and paint nails. She's all about the results for the clients. That was so refreshing to hear. I absolutely love that. And that's what I'm all about too. So I'll do and train whatever I need to do to get the results for my clients. Also, another big massive change in our industry is um, I Google cosmetic foot surgery. So when I did, I worked as part of a NHS surgical team for about four or five years. Um, I did a lot of their triaging and a lot of their pre-surgery assessments and things. And I absolutely loved that life-changing treatment that they received. But to actually get foot surgery, you had to have foot deformity and foot symptoms that were causing a disability. So really affecting your walking, your day-to-day -day activity. Whereas when I Googled cosmetic foot surgery, loads of surgeons come up in London offering cosmetic foot surgery, which again, I actually found it very liberating and refreshing that there's a change in the industry, that if one feels that they have a deformity, it is causing a um, foot confidence issue, a foot shame issue, that they can actually have the ability of going and actually getting this treated successfully with very well-qualified and accredited surgeons too. From my clinical experience, those who walk in with foot shame really have nothing to be ashamed about with their feet at all. Um, a lot of the time it's medical conditions that can be really easily um, helped, fixed, corrected in some instances, or just actually having that foot education to realize, you know, this is normal. This is what feet actually look like. So um, for me, it's uh, tackling that. And one question I always ask my clients is, how do you feel about your feet? Um, it's a pre-med questionnaire that they complete. So I'm really prepped. I understand what their concerns, concerns are, but more importantly, how do they feel about their feet? And I just find it so heartbreaking, some of the things that they eat. I hate my feet. They are disgusting. I pay them no attention. Um, I'm only here because my wife sent me. Um, so yeah, it's really, really... Uh, I can really tackle a lot of those beliefs in, in the consult and really get them on an effective treatment plan to help them and, and their feet. So I've been treating foot shame for many, many years now and it doesn't discriminate. It can be male, female, children. Um, it's caused by many different things. One can be verrucas, which can be spread. Others can be fungal nails or chronic athlete's foot and one feels dirty and ashamed with these conditions because they're infectious and they can spread they're very contagious. Um, there are many, many other reasons why, but basically it's caused by how someone thinks and feels about their feet. It evokes the feelings of low self-esteem, lack of body confidence, which will then affect one's behavior in what shoes they're prepared to wear, whether they will wear sandals, whether they'll just live in trainers and you know, not even their partner sees their feet. Body shaming can be caused really by three different things. And this is something that I really uh, research because there's nothing, no exclusive research out there for foot shaming but your feet are part of your body so i've just really gone down to the body shaming route one of the main reasons is is how you criticize your body um how you feel about your body and that could be oh my god i've got really awful cracked heels 
Um, or I've got a bunion and I really don't want to wear sandals and for people to see my bunion or how can I hide my bunion and what footwear would be best for that. The second reason is someone has said to you, oh my God, look at the state of your fungal toenails. So that can really highlight something. And I actually had nail laser for someone last night in the clinic, actually in this room. And the client said to me, to her dad, just as well, Auntie Susie told me about my fungal toenails. Daddy, otherwise I wouldn't be here having this treatment. So it's something that she hid. And in her auntie saying something really highlighted it, brought it, and there was a positive outcome there. But a lot of people, they will internalize those feelings and they'll change their behavior to compensate for that. Then the third reason um, for body shaming is somebody has said something behind someone's back, so they're actually unaware of it. Um, so like, oh my God, did you see the state of her heels? I can't believe she's wearing slim back sandals with those heels on. So again, that was something that really highlighted to me of, you know, what message am I giving to even my own children about their body confidence and their overall well-being and their bodies? When I then researched about feet in general, what really come up was they're shaming celebrities in the press about their feet. So one was Kate Middleton had um, very long black trousers and her feet looked dirty from the dive from the trousers. The other one is Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, she's got varicose veins. They were like shaming her for her bulging veins in her legs. And then one of my idols, Victoria Beckham, they, you know, Snapchat her her bunions, they're, they're snapped and published everywhere, her walking in the high heels. And I just think the media today, they really have indirectly body shamed these women. The other one was Lily Cole, look her feet, they need a pedicure. And then the other one was uh, 50 celebs who have bunions. You know, bunions, they're healthy, they're normal. A lot of the time um, they can be hereditary. Um, and a lot of people don't even know that they've got a bunion, for goodness sake. And they cause, a, a lot of the time, they cause no pains, no issues at all. So I, I just don't think indirectly that the media are really helping this and striving for perfection. And as I said, if we're treating gorgeous top models and, and they're not even perfect from head to toe, why are we instilling these values onto people when we haven't got it ourselves? And ideally, you know, as well, it's unrealistic. Um... And not only that, we're judging people on what they look like rather than where is the humanity here? Where are we judging people on what they say, what they do, their actual actions, rather than we're criticizing them for what their feet actually look like. Feet are normal, a normal part of our body that gives us that independence, enables us to thrive, live the health and active lifestyles that we want and overall well-being. Um, feet can actually cause problems further up, so they can be a contributing factor to back pain, hip pain, knee pain, whereas professionals, they'll focus on that area of pain and some will look further down when they're not responding to treatment and others are just left being in pain so feet are in most one of the most important parts of the body we cream our wash our faces every day we'll remove our makeup we'll cleanse we'll tone we'll moisturize we'll exfoliate we'll put masks on i'm a sucker for it all myself i absolutely love it it's my time for me to connect with me and my soul and i want to invest in my body the biggest thing and the biggest investment that we can do is invest in our health and in our body. Forget our houses, forget our day-to-day -day luxuries, forget our cars. It's all about us and the best version of us. And a lot of that is if you're happier, you're healthier, uh, period. But one thing is we cream our faces every day. We cleanse, we tone, we moisturize, we exfoliate, we brush our teeth every day, mouthwash, floss. What about our feet?
come on, everyone forgets about their feet. Um, it don't take too long, dry in between your toes, dry your feet. If they cream them, cream them if they need it. If they spray them, spray them. Treat your shoes. What socks do you wear? Are you in the right size shoe? Do you have any painful skin lesions? Um, verrucas, ingrown toenails, fungal infection. These are so easily treated. And I think being typically British, putting your shoes on and hiding them in your shoes is... Um, it's a time of the past, really. I think things that can be just really improved just with that. Pop along to your podiatrist, book an appointment, discuss the concerns. It's all about prevention now. It shouldn't really be about fixing and curing things, although for a lot of people it is. Um, and I think that's a very British culture that we need to shift and change more towards overall well-being and prevention rather than waiting for something to happen or waiting for something to be bad enough and actually valuing ourselves and loving and respecting our bodies enough to actually listen to them. A lot of it is having that awareness of our bodies and that overall well-being to love, respect, nurture our souls, listen to our body. You know your body better than anyone else and it's taking ownership and having that awareness, feeding your soul and giving it what it needs. Not limping around because you've got a painful corn or a cracked heel fissure or an ingrown toenail that you've waited six months. Um, Dr. Google and home treatments, they don't always work. So get that expert help. It's all about prevention. So in summary, with foot shame, um, there are many, many, many different treatment options out there. And it really depends on what's causing it for you into what treatment option is best. So pop along, book an appointment with a podiatrist. They'll be able to diagnose the problem, tell you what's causing it, but more importantly, give you some effective treatment options from, from there on in. Um, foot shame can also be treated um, via surgical means if necessary, as I discussed, and via just starting with the Medipedi on your journey to you changing how you think and feel about your body, which will bring you overall well-being and really stop how you're compensating for your foot shame too. And really, that's what I really want to, the change that I would like to come about from this podcast. And that's for you as a foot shame sufferer. The actual podcast series, um, this is all gonna be different topics coming forward. So the next one's all are gonna be about why do we ignore our feet? the detrimental effects of why we ignore our feet and more importantly the simple things that you can just do and really just to discuss why we ignore one of the essential most important parts of our body really so looking forward to seeing you next time